It was so late by the time Liza got home that there wasn't a single parking spot left in the complex, and she had to park a block away from her apartment. Sighing, she cut the car's engine and then grabbed the bag of burgers she'd picked up from a drive-thru. She really hated parking on the street, especially in this crappy neighborhood. Hopefully, any thieves would go for the nice new black sedan parked in front of her. Not that she loved her second-hand lemon of a car. But if something happened to it, she couldn't afford to buy another one. Rick had naturally insisted on buying a brand new Harley Davidson for himself. With her money. Amazing he hadn't cracked it up yet. Not that it would hurt her feelings if he had. In fact, in her more stressed-out moments, she'd actually wished he would. He didn't have to die or anything, just end up in a coma for a good five years. Her steps slowed as she thought about how he lived in the apartment right next to hers, and that if he happened to look out of the window, he'd see her walk up the stairs. Inevitably, he'd come outside and grill her about where she'd been. His language would be foul, and he wouldn't give a damn about who overheard. But if she was lucky, he'd be passed out and she wouldn't have to deal with him until tomorrow. Sighing, she took the first few stairs, her days darting toward Rick's door, praying, hoping she'd have an evening of peace and quiet. So far, so good. Hey, Liza, what you got in the bag? The sound of her new neighbor's high-pitched voice made Liza cringe. She waved for Mary Ellen to keep it down. And then, with one eye on Rick's door, she hurried the rest of the way to the third floor. Leaning over the railing, which was decorated with a string of large colored Christmas lights, Mary Ellen waited, dutifully keeping her mouth shut until Liza joined her. I think he's passed out, the younger woman said in that strange drawl of hers. She claimed that she and her kid were from Mississippi, but Liza had her doubts. The apartment complex's residents weren't exactly members of mainstream society. At least once a week, Liza heard a shot fired nearby or watched the police drag away an abusive husband or boyfriend. But the rent was cheap, and since she had to fork out money for both her place and Rick's, this was the best she could afford. Rick thought it was stupid to have separate apartments, mostly because he wanted complete control over her. But that was the one thing she wouldn't negotiate with him. She didn't care that she'd end up broke, but as threadbare as it was, her sanity wasn't something she was ready to give up. Bad enough that he tried to keep track of her every move, she sure didn't need him in her face. She reached the third floor landing and furtively peeked into Rick's open window. Sure enough, he lay flat on his back on the tattered brown corduroy couch that they'd picked up at a thrift store. An empty bottle of vodka sat on the end table, but she knew he'd consumed more than booze. Good. Maybe she could have a quiet meal with Mary Ellen and her daughter. Told ya. Mary Ellen inclined her dirty blonde head toward Rick's apartment, but her gaze stayed on the fast food bag. Hungry? Starving. I bought extra burgers for you and Freedom. Mary Ellen broke into a wide grin that displayed a missing back tooth, which wasn't usually noticeable since she didn't smile much. Oh, goody. I thought we were going to have to eat macaroni and cheese again. She turned around, put two fingers into her mouth, and let out an ear-piercing whistle. Liza cringed. With dread, she took a step back and squinted into Rick's apartment. He was still out cold. However, Freedom heard her mom's whistle and came bounding up the stairs. Hi, Liza. The eight-year-old tomboy was covered with dirt. She pulled off her red ball cap and dust flew everywhere. Time for dinner? She asked her mom, her hopeful blue eyes going to the bag. Liza bought us burgers. Yahoo! Fries, too? 
Liza unlocked her apartment door. They would have gotten cold. The hamburgers are cold, too, Freedom said with perfect logic. That's true, Mary Ellen said, her slight frown accentuating the scar paralleling her lower lip. Sighing, Liza led them inside and went straight to the microwave. Eating cold french fries wasn't the same thing, but Liza didn't want to get into it with them. She wanted them to eat and leave. In fact, she should have given them the food to take back to their own apartment, but she had a soft spot for Mary Ellen and her daughter. As pitiful as Liza's place was, with its chipped paint and stained olive green carpet, the other two managed to live in a cheaper, cramped studio apartment. Mary Ellen still ended up two months behind on the rent since her welfare checks didn't quite cover all their expenses. With her pronounced limp, she'd had trouble finding a job that would support the two of them. Liza had never asked her about the bum leg, but she had a bad feeling about it.